Welcome to the Future of Business Finance podcast, where we speak to finance industry leaders and experts in the field about the major challenges they're facing in today's business environment. In today's podcast, we speak to Mune Iwanaga, VP of Internal Audit Assurance at SAP, about how technology helps his team accomplish control and compliance goals. Mune has focused on audit and compliance throughout his career at SAP, so he has a really good understanding of the challenges organizations face in this area. So without further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Jonah Kim, and welcome to another episode of our limited series, Future of Business Finance podcast, where we speak to finance leaders about the important issues they're facing today. Today, our special guest is Mune Iwanaga, who's the VP of Internal Audit Assurance for SAP. So welcome to the podcast, Mune. Thanks, Jonah. Now, I have to say that although Mune is a very nice guy, he's intensely competitive when he's on a a futsal pitch as I have seen during our last office tournament. So we've asked Mune to join us today because he has firsthand experience in supporting the global audit process for all of SAP and its subsidiaries, and is well-suited to talk about the challenges of scaling an organization's internal controls and how he and his team use technology to solve some of those challenges. So before we dive into our main topic, Mune, can you share how you ended up in Singapore overseeing all of SAP's internal audit process? Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jonah, for the introduction. So um, I started my career in uh, Big Four in San Jose, California, uh, doing a lot of accounting, um, external reporting uh, for listed companies. And after that, I had the opportunity to move to Japan. And I, that's when I started to get into more of uh, internal audit consulting. And I started to see a lot of the potential, you know, serving for clients, trying to solve certain issues. And then that really got me interested to really work for a company. And that's when I had the opportunity to start my career in internal audit under SAP Japan. And a couple of years later, um, I moved to Newtown Square, Pennsylvania to uh, really develop the internal audit practice for the Americas region. And about five years ago, then I had the opportunity to come back uh, to Asia, but in Singapore to lead uh, the internal audit practice initially for APJ Greater China, and then eventually in my current global role to oversee the internal audit operations uh, for SAP globally. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about that during our lunch. Um, So, you know, just for the sake of the audience, can you elaborate a little bit on some of the differences in terms of focusing on a specific region versus on the global sort of scale? For yeah, yeah, that's a very good, uh, very good point. Because um, in Asia, so we have a lot of um, certain distinct, um, let's say, regions. For example, India or China. And right now, the company is really focused on ensuring about uh, establishing a strong compliance framework. But not just about the framework, but ensuring that we also execute on ensuring a proper tone at the top, having the proper governance in place, internal controls so that we could mitigate certain risks around compliance. So having that said, I think there's a lot of lessons learned that we've gained. And my role also right now to oversee other regions, for example, EMEA or the Americas region, each country has their own, let's say, unique, let's say, cultural um, environments, but also trying to take certain learnings from Asia also towards Americas or to EMEA and ensure that as a global company, that we have a, a set standard of you know, internal controls that we could really vouch on, and which would lead to ensuring that the stakeholders, whether it's in, you know, investors, shareholders, or to our board members, that we could have a, a set level of standards that we can ensure. So that's kind of been my observation so far 
and really ensuring that practices are at a consistent quality and level. Yeah, it sounds like super interesting. Also very challenging, you know, right? Like having to scale out some of the best practices probably from this region and then seeing how they apply yeah. and fit. I, I can yeah. imagine where sometimes there's maybe conflict in some cases or yeah. it does, it's not a perfect fit either. Right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like speaking of challenges, what, what are some of the biggest challenges that you're seeing in, in this particular, the scale of operation, like trying to, you know, make, take this, take these practices global? So I would say one of the bigger challenges is that we, we really got to scale because when I started 10 years ago in SAP, we were about 50,000 people. And now after a decade, we're a, more than 100,000 people. And also the business has grown significantly. So right now we're about 27 billion euro in revenue. Oh, wow. So, so therefore the business has increased du- more than double. But on the other hand, some of the functions like internal audit, we have not been able to get the enough budget, at least in terms of headcount. Uh-huh. So what we have to do is definitely we have to leverage technology to really ensure that we could you know, conduct our audits, establish inter- internal controls in an efficient way. So that's where I feel that the technology could really add value so that we could really um, cover not just on a particular area, but leveraging the technology and the power technology so that we could, let's say, cover much more um, areas and provide a proper assurance to our stakeholders. So definitely, I think the technology I see is a huge key. Yeah, which is great because that's something that we're focused on here. Yeah, 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 that's right. The other other thing, too, is like you you, you talked about just, you know, limited resources and headcount and and whatnot. And so, you know, based on your experience working in other organizations, do you see this as a common challenge, like across, you know, this this particular practice? Do you see that this is something that other organizations are facing as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think overall in the internal audit practice, I think there has been a lot of discussions, talks around utilizing machine learning, artificial intelligence. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, I think we also as a department need to continuously show the value to our stakeholders. Mm. So we cannot just be doing the same thing over and over year after year, yeah. but always have to have the mindset of, well, how can we add real value? How can we do more with less? Mm. And I think this is where the technology component comes in very nicely. Okay. So yeah, I know there's a lot of buzz around the use of like terms like intelligent, like technology or, you know, automation. You mentioned, you know, like ML, right? Um, yeah, machine yeah. learning. And, you know, these are, you know, really, you know, they're promoted as being able to streamline business operations, yeah. help improve business controls. Yeah. So it sounds like you're a proponent of this sort of this line of thought where technologies based on your experience yes. are actually, it's possible to offload some of the work that you're normally doing yeah. to these types of solutions. Yeah, exactly. So maybe if I can add a little bit to what I mean by, you know, how can we work more efficiently? So for example, from an audit context, if we want to conduct an audit, we would usually then do a sample testing since we usually cannot look into the entire population. Yeah. So you do a sample-based testing and based on the samples, try to understand if there's any anomalies then you would do what's called an extrapolation to see, well, from the sample you've tested, what was a percentage mm. of anomalies? Yeah. Then you would estimate to the total population saying, well, based on what we've sampled and based on the error rate, this is how much we think it would be. Yeah. 
But utilizing technology like machine learning and doing a lot of the data analysis on the entire population, then we're able to mention to our stakeholders a more, much more accurate and granular level in terms of providing assurance. Yeah. So, for example, we can confidently say that we tested 100%. And then from the 100%, here are the anomalies. So that's more powerful and more convincing than saying,、uh, oh, this is what we think. It would be based on the sa- small samples、yeah. we've tested. So, that's an ex- you know, a very easy way to kind of showcase from an internal audit context how much technology can contribute to really elevating the standards of、um, internal audit. Yeah, I mean, from what I've heard or understand, is most organizations take a sample because they just don't have the resources they actually go through every single transaction、yeah. or every possible record. That's right. right? That's、yeah. right. That's、okay. right. Got it. Okay.、Um, so you talked about technologies, you talked about automating and you know, being able to actually take 100% a view of everything. So, like, what are the solutions that are actually helping you to do that? Sure. So, maybe from a, a very specific context uh, within uh, in our internal audit team, we use a solution called the SAP Audit Management. And so, what's unique about、uh, this solution is that generally an internal audit, We have a governing body called the Institute of Internal Auditors,、mm. which mandates certain rules, you know, processes, and providing the guidelines on how an internal audit should be conducted.、Yeah. So, what the system does is that it, it ensures that such processes are followed. So, in a way, it provides one of the benefits of using SAP Audit Management or SAM in short is that it provides a workflow from, let's say, creating an audit. And then there's got to be proper approvals. And next steps will be like sending the audit announcement、yeah. and audit work programs, draft reports. So, all these processes need to be checked and re- documented that there w a s proper reviews in place.、Mm. And what this system does is it automati- automatically creates a very clear view so that a reviewer can be you know, assured that all the steps followed. Are in accordance with the IIA or Institute of Internal Auditor guidelines.、Okay. Because before this tool, you know, a lot of、uh, things were done very manually,、yeah. like on Excel and in people's laptops and emails. So if you try to have a, a comprehensive review of where the、uh, proper processes followed, then it becomes very, very difficult to piece things together versus having a technology, it is like a one stop shop. Mm. Where you just need to go onto this platform, SAP Audit Management, and then be able to extract all the information that you need. Yeah, so it's, it kind of sounds like there's a like, sort of a compliance process for the auditors themselves. That's right. The auditor That's can right. get audited, right? That's right. So we're also audited <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite a bit, whether we have our internal quality system、uh-huh. or externally,、uh, we, al- we also have audits from、um, the IIA.、Ah, yes.、Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense.、Um, okay. Well,、um, Can you, like, okay, so that's one example, right, of how like, technology is actually help, helping support that process. Are there any other real life examples that you can share、um, on this? Yeah, so、um, I would say another example is、um, definitely the company wide rollout of Conquer, which, from an internal audit perspective, we feel that you know, we've also gained a significant benefit, which is contributing to ensuring、uh, a healthy internal controls. So, I would say that from a rollout, because I'm also a user of Conquer, 
myself yeah. when I let's say submit travel receipts. As am I? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We all are, you know, within SAP. So I feel that one of the benefit of uh, you know having a tool similar to you know, like Conquer or similar is that it could be really tailored to the company's let's say travel and expense policy. So, for example, we also have additionally like receipt auditing service as an additional value add services, where the not just on the system. But also, we also have um, actual receipt auditors, expense auditors, to really do the check. Mm. And I think having such policy, and also backed with a, a system, it really balances the preventative and the detective measures in a control really nicely. And so, as a user, sometimes you know, I I think I'm following the policy, and I submit our expense report, mm. and it gets rejected. Yeah, it could be you know sometimes a little bit painful. But then also it kind of proves that the controls are working. Sure. So I think any company, you know, regardless of size, can really benefit from a tool like Conquer. And this is really speaking from a, a very user-focused yeah. perspective. I know, there's, so, I know there's some audience members like you know SAP. Obviously, Concur falls under SAP. And I know like we're we're talking about the usage of like one of our own solutions here. But at the same time, I know there's a time where. You know, SAP wasn't using Concur as well, right? That's right. That's so, right. So, like, you can you can speak to that a little bit, like what it was like. During yeah, that yeah, time. exactly, yeah. exactly. So, before Conquer, um, as yeah. a as a user, you know, we would we would have bring up all the the re- expense receipts, you know, from a you know business trip. Yeah. And it would be more than a half day exercise to enter it in manually into the system, mm. scan it, and then you know getting the approvals, etc. It was a very very manual process. And I remember that it was very, very time-consuming for everybody. But now, after we've implemented Conquer from a user perspective, I feel that you could be taking receipts, you know, on the fly with your mobile phone, and you, it automatically uploads with the uh, optical character recognition. It auto- automatically scans the vendor names, the dates, and the amounts. And so, once you finish a business trip, all of your expenses are completed. So that saved a lot of time. And then more from an audit perspective, I feel that before Conquer, we did not have any visibility in terms of real spend management and really being able to drill down to individual travelers and really kind of getting a management view of who are the top spenders. Because at the end of the day, you need to run analytics and then be able to understand but if these information is not available, then it becomes really hard to kind of, well, what would be the starting point? Because you have to piece together so many different systems yeah. and we're talking globally. Yeah. So if companies are using different systems, then from an audit perspective, just trying to piece together some basic information mm. is going to take time. Yeah. Versus now, if we, if we talk about post-conquer, then everything is pretty much stored centrally. So we could extract the data very easily, do an analysis, and be able to then also drill down at the receipt level. Mm-hmm. So that's been kind of my experience when I look into pre-conquer versus post-conquer. Got it. Yeah, and I, I feel a common theme really I hear you know frequently is just visibility into you know the like what's happening overall and across the business. And a lot of times when you have disparate systems. You know, uh, you know, where it's manual, like things are in different places. You just don't have the ability to see everything all at once. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, I had this question here. I think I might skip this because I feel like you answered it, but 
this next question, it's, it's a bit of a prickly topic for most organizations, but you know, I've seen the statistic that indicates that over 50% of organizations have uncovered fraud since the onset of the pandemic. And over 70% think that this is likely to increase over time. So do you think this is representative of most organizations? Um, um, I would say that's a pretty accurate um, statement because unfortunately, even within SAP, we have also faced with, uh, let's say, travel and expense fraud over the past few years. And I feel that the more visibility we get, the more we're able to uncover. So maybe in the past, we may have not known that it had occurred, but simply we were not able to also get a same level of information and the visibility we have now. Hmm. So I could see that with more technology being introduced, the level of transparency becomes much more clear. And hence, as, as a result, then much more, let's say, potential fraud or cases, incidents can come up. But at the same time, if we can establish kind of a, a, a different tone at the top coming from the management, that we have certain processes in place, we have introduced certain tools like Conquer to monitor, then this would also act as a preventative mechanism. So ideally, you know, once these technologies gets introduced and becomes um, more aware by the organization, then I would hope that eventually these anomalies and, and potential frauds, that these cases would decrease. So what's the risk for an organization if they, you know, they decide not to do anything about it and they just turn a blind eye you know, to this potential issue? So I would take that as it depends on kind of the risk appetite of the management. Because yeah. if we were to introduce a tool like Conquer or any other similar tool, mm. of course, it's going to come with a cost, with a price tag. Yeah. So if the management is wanting to ensure that we pinch every penny and have a strict monetary mechanism, then I think you know, introducing a tool like Conquer would be you know, very, very efficient. Yeah. But on the other hand, some, um, let's say, companies may say, we just want to focus on the growth because we're a growth company. Yeah. We're starting out. We want to increase the market share. So if that's kind of the tone, then you know, maybe introducing Conquer may, may you know, not be kind of the right timing per se. But at the end of the day, I feel that compliance is a very, very important topic and at the end of the day, something like a T&E fraud, it could gradually start to hurt the organization like a low blow if you're not really monitoring it on a consistent basis. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, we've seen natures where if you're not, if the management is not setting the right tone, the employees can get really complacent and even non-compliance may be deemed as acceptable and if you're not detecting it and right coursing at the proper times, mm -hmm. then this could really um, impact the organization in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I find this to be like a really fascinating topic. Actually, we probably talked like two hours just on this topic. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. I know we have limited time, so I'm going to kind of get to some final questions here. Sure. Um, so what's the advice that you have for those that are in your field that are trying to improve their cost controls and their internal compliance. And it doesn't have to be necessarily related to technology, but you know, based on your experience, what are the things that you've learned that you, you know, think other people can benefit from? Yeah, so, so definitely like kind of speaking uh, about my, you know, my company, the SAP, as an example, I think in SAP, our fundamental principle has been based on employee trust, meaning that we trust our employees. So we don't want to micromanage with a lot of rules and policies but at the same time, the company's dynamic has changed, like I mentioned earlier. 
Sure. So our business has more than doubled in, in the decade. Yeah. And I think it's important for entities to think about, well, what would be a good balance of preventative and detective controls? So having a solution like, I think, Conquer or any other technology, uh, I think could really fit into the risk appetite of different companies. So I think it's, the first thing I think is important to really set the risk tolerance or the risk appetite of the organization. Yeah. How much money should we spend so that we could really right course the organization? Okay. And then the next step will be aligning the policy and procedures. Do you want to really micromanage your employees with a 100-pager T&E policy? Yeah. Or do you want to utilize employee trust as a fundamental principle? But also having the, the back end and utilizing a solution like Conquer to ensure that organizations can be, you know, run in a, a very healthy manner with proper cost, you know, containment measures. And so this is where I feel strongly feel that a solution technology could really, really supplement the organization. Yeah, and I, I mean, kind of implied in that statement as well as, you know, uh, there's a certain level of flexibility that any solution that anyone uses has to provide if they want to adjust the risk tolerance, I imagine in the startup phase, the risk tolerance is going to be much higher, yeah. as you mentioned, than yeah. when you're, you know, scaling and growing. And, you know, there's a lot more like, uh, you know, I's and T's. That That's right. To and That's cross. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Especially if we're listed on, you know, yeah, a public, public company, public right? company yeah. then there's also going to be a lot of regulators and a lot of rules that need to be followed. Yeah. So a lot more scrutiny. That's right. That's right. right. Okay. Um, and then, you know, in terms of just, Based on, you know, like, is there anything that you know now, like within your, in, within your field of practice, uh, through your experience that you wish you knew when you were just starting out in your career in this, in this area? I would say, um, having a, uh, a strong understanding of technology, I think is, is very important because I feel that right now, there's so many resources you could learn about and take up on. Mm -hmm. And I wish that I had also studied more about like, let's say data analysis, you know, analytics, so that I think these information could really benefit into the organization. So from, from my role, you know, heading up globally, I also feel that I cannot just stay at the top and assume that things are going okay. Sometimes I have to roll up my sleeve and really go down into the weeds. And I have to also guide my team so in order to guide my team in a proper manner, I feel that a lot of some of the you know technical understandings mm. would also definitely benefit. Yeah. So since I was always focused too much on accounting, which oh. had been my passion. Wait, do you have a background in technology at all? Or <laughs> yeah. do you have, did you do any sort of extra side courses? Yeah, no, so, so I no. didn't have the chance to uh, you know, do that. So, so yeah. more and more, I think it's not just about, yeah, because we're working in a technology company, but yeah. any... Um, any company, I think, now could significantly benefit from technology. And so if you have kind of a fundamental understanding about, you know, certain, you know, tools and what, what is possible versus what, what is not, then I think you could really add uh, value to the organization regardless, you know, of the role that you're in and regardless of the industry. Yeah, definitely like cross-disciplinary approach. I think, you know, it's yeah. more common in like very specific roles or domains even right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so, and you mentioned resources. So any any go-to resources that were helpful to you that you can recommend to our audience members if they want to, uh, if they're interested in learning more about this kind of topic? Um, resources, um, I would say, you know, if, if I 
think about well, what are some of the the technologies that you know I've I've really had seen a strong benefit. I mean, within SAP, we have you know other solutions like Ariba on supply chain and you know procurement. Yeah, we have success factors on HR, but I have to say that you know out of all the solutions that I've used, you know, from a usability perspective. You know, I have been a fan of Conquer as a user myself, and as in my、um, internal audit profession. So definitely, I would recommend. You know, even from、uh, n- not to promote and beating our <laughs> own drum, yeah. But I feel definitely that Conquer has a lot of lot to offer, the customizability and being able to tailor to the organization. I think that's really really powerful. Thank you very much for joining us, Mune. It was a pleasure talking with you. Thanks, Jonah. So we just talked with Mune Iwanaga, VP of Internal Audit Assurance for SAP, on how intelligent technologies can help scale your organization's internal control strategy. Once again, I'm Jonah Kim, and this has been another episode of the Future of Business Finance podcast. If you thought this was interesting, please make sure to check out our other podcast episodes in this series,、um, and make sure that you、uh, like or subscribe.